0: Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan, to John, to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now. For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he, John, consented. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. Thanks be to God. Jennifer, we are back here um, in Matthew 3 today, wrapping Mm -hmm. up this chapter. And Jesus re-enters the scene. Um, Yesterday, you know, it was all John, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the masses. And uh, now Jesus enters into that scene. And uh, you know it's it's a brief passage, but there's some there's some amazing uh, connections that we can draw immediately. There's also some uh, deep, unsearchable theologies, like (laughs) um, or they're searchable, but just yeah, exactly, right, right. Like uh, you know, God, the relation of Jesus to the Trinity, like the Spirit of God, right, falling on or. You know, all that. Uh, I don't even know how to put it into words. I was going to say, Uh, (laughs) let's talk about it. (laughs) Let's talk about it Um, in 15 minutes. (laughs) So uh, we have Jesus and and he comes to be baptized uh, by John. And again, uh, if you didn't listen yesterday or just as a refresher, um, this idea of baptism that we're operating with right now kind of descends from Levitical law, from uh, the ceremonial washings. And uh, it's this practice that grows and develops. So John isn't, you know, he's not like the inventor of baptism, as, you know, you might expect. Um, But he does have a new type of baptism, which is this, uh, the repentance based uh you know and mm-hmm. it's very much clear that the ministry that's happening here is saying god does not judge based off of lineage or heritage or ethnicity but he judges based off of righteousness and repentance yes um and so that's what Jesus walks into so what are your thoughts on uh, on this interaction that takes place as Jesus is baptized
1: yeah well i mean this is it's kind of cool that we had that sermon series back in december about um jesus fulfilling all righteousness and the life of um, right, the righteous life of Christ, and mm-hmm. um, really contemplating and spending some time thinking that Jesus' life was very important, like what he did. Um, of course, what he said and how he preached and and um, you know proclaiming this truth to us, but what he did was equally um, as important, mm-hmm. and that it you know it all had was just imbued with meaning and fulfilling, you know, uh, prophecies, but also things that we could not do for ourselves. So he definitely lived, you know, like the second Adam. like a lot of the time we can, we call him the second Adam Mm -hmm. or the true Israel, or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like this greater he's, he's doing something that Adam could not do and Adam being representative of us. And so this baptism is very interesting that he comes to fulfill all righteousness and of course from what we know of baptism now you know like that Christ would become sin for us that mm-hmm. he would take the the judgment be overwhelmed by the waters of judgment mm-hmm. um he would be raised from the dead we would be uh you know die with him and be raised with him mm-hmm. and we'll be cleansed and we'll be made righteous because if we did it so i mean <laughs> this is like everything is oh, yeah. in this moment but i think one of the really cool things about it that you talked about before was just the um seeing the Trinity here mm-hmm. and like what that can really you know what that means it's so cool that um you see the father the son the spirit and the spirit is represented by the dove mm-hmm. right like coming down which harkens us back to like Genesis language of the um spirit hovering over the waters uh, like a dove I mean uh, yeah. that's that's he's not called a dove in Genesis one but it's definitely this this kind of hovering, totally, like, totally. Uh, same you know energy type yeah, of yeah. thing, and um, and then you've got the father speaking these words that he's so pleased with his son, and basically that um, there's a actually Tim Keller helped me a lot with this, but he said just as in the original creation of the world was a project of the triune God, so the redemption of the world the rescue and renewal of all things that is beginning now with the arrival of the King is also a project of the triune God. Mm, so man. all of this is accomplished, you know, by yeah. father, son, and spirit. And we see it in a very real way, Absolutely. like right here Absolutely. in this scene.
0: You know, I love the the whole like unfolding of Jesus's life and his ministry. Is so counterintuitive to how we would have done it, you know? (laughs) Right. And that's one of my favorite things about, um, about the whole Advent season and Christmas season is, uh, you know, considering like the almighty God, Mm -hmm. uh, becoming like, you know, we did this video for the, our Advent service, um, that was a spoken word piece. A few of us put together, um, and one of the lines was, w- "Would he submit to the filth of human birth?" And mm. this idea of like, you know, as as beautiful as it is, yet also like grody and intense and, and, mm-hmm. and gritty, um, you know, a mother giving birth to a child, and that's how God enters into the world. Right. And now, um, here we have Jesus, um, who John like recognizes as the Promised one, yeah, and as you know, he's I mean, that had like, been revealed to him by the spirit
1: of God, so it's not even just his Absolutely. like gut feeling, I, yeah, like, yeah, it's not a hunch, no. it's not a no. hunch.
0: Um, and yet, here, I, I, I thought it was just so powerful that Jesus he he beckons the ministry of John, yeah. for himself, yeah, and he like submits, like it, not you, you know, in this one sense, the word he like submits to. The ministry of John to like receive John's baptism, yeah, and I just like I love the image of Jesus that that presents because I, I think we see his humility, yes, um, and it's
1: more another aspect of it, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. and just
0: like the honor that's found in him, he doesn't yeah. come and be like, okay, John, thanks for clearing the pebbles, like <laughs> you're out, you're out I'm now. In. yeah, but it's like no, we're gonna fulfill all righteousness, and, and I love that he does this, for us to fulfill all yeah. righteousness, yeah and i just love like the personality and the character of jesus that's revealed in that mm-hmm. um that he he is a sinless man the son of god and he is receiving this ceremonial cleansing yes from a sinner right and it's just like what, what? is happening i know i know <laughs> and, and the, it's so powerful and then that just made me think of us as we like worship jesus you know um the bible like talks about you know, uh, the act of being a priest and, and worship mm-hmm. as as ministering to God, mm. which is so amazing because we think of like we need to be ministered, ministered to, to, or yeah. like maybe we need to minister to other people, uh-huh. but like God opens up the door for us to minister to, to Him. him. Yeah. And so here, like Jesus, like steps into and receives the ministry of John, right, um, to fulfill all righteousness. And I, I just think that's like a beautiful. Um, that might not be like a central trait of what's happening here, but it's a, it's the heart of Jesus in yes. this. And so.
1: I love that. And I think there's like, there's so much yeah, being revealed. There's so many facets of Jesus revealed in these stories. Like as you sit with um, these words and, you know, and wrestle with God through them, it's cool when he like brings those kind of like, man. you know, moments to you and, But like, there's another really cool thing going on here, just even in the words that um, also think about this, all these people were there. I mean, it says people came from Jerusalem and Judea, the Jordan. I mean, this was like multitudes of people and probably the Pharisees and Sadducees as well, because we've seen them in the previous scene. So all these people saw this happen, but then they heard the voice of God like yeah. this was an actual voice. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's kind of wild. Like this whole time they heard this voice say, and this dove descend, This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And these words are not random. They're actually taken, um, the this is my beloved son is taken from Psalm two, verse seven. It's about Psalm two is about the Messiah, mm-hmm. the coming king. Mm-hmm. So again, Matthew's point of mm-hmm. like connecting the dots for the people that this is the promised one. This is the king that's been promised to the Jews. But then the in whom I'm well pleased is taken from Isaiah 42, 1, which is about the suffering servant. Mm. And this is so such a profound thing because up to this point, I don't think anyone had connected that their Messiah King would also be the suffering servant. Um, maybe they would have been seen as separate prophecies, you mm-hmm. know, referencing different people. I don't know, or aspects. But now Jesus from the very beginning of his ministry is connecting this. I'm king. But I'm going to become king by the way of a Roman cross. I mean, mm-hmm. there is no, um, you know, crown cro- what, without the cross. Like it's cross before crown, it's uh, king and suffering servant. I mean, it was always part of God's plan mm-hmm. that this would. And then just in this act of baptism and saying, like, yeah, because he's going to become sin for us, he's going to take the wrath of God so that we can live.
0: I love it. I love it. And uh, you know, there's there's another like really cool Old Testament thing that I think is happening here. Um, I hate to beat us to the punch, but it'll be like several several months before we're in Matthew 17. In Matthew 17, there's this crazy thing that happens called the transfiguration. Yes. And uh, you know, Jesus goes up uh, with Peter, James, and John, and there, you know, his image is transfigured into mm-hmm. this like glorious, radiant um, lightness, and Elijah and Moses appear and they're talking to uh, Jesus about the the departure or the exodus, the exodus that he's about to accomplish. Uh And there a voice from the cloud that was overshadowing them, a voice from the cloud said, this is my beloved son with Mm -hmm. whom I am well pleased. And here in Matthew three, of course, and behold, a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. And so, the the connection that that I also kind of see here is Jesus. What happens right when uh, right before that voice speaks is it says he went up from the water. He went mm-hmm. out of the water. Mm-hmm. So shout out to you know Baptistic like Baptist <laughs> practice. Right. Sorry to my Presbyterian heritage. <laughs> uh, but he he went out of the water. Well, there's a, there's a really important guy in the Bible named Moses <laughs> and uh his name is Moses because uh you know he was drawn out I drew water. him yeah. out of the water that is what his mother says as yeah. he names them in Exodus too. And so it's it's kind of like this this son being drawn out of the water, mm-hmm. and then it's reiterated that second time with Moses in company. Yeah. Um as they're speaking of the exodus, exodus that jesus is about to accomplish right. and so the waters yeah Matthew's doing like incredible amounts of <laughs> biblical gymnastics yeah. to say like this is the one right this is the one right who's come and uh you know of course uh ultimately he will pass through the waters of right. judgment on our account Right. So. amen that's man.
1: beautiful and incredible and it's so gracious of god to make it to light to tell this story over the course of thousands of years and have all these markers pointing to the ones yeah. so that we would in no way miss um yeah. who he is, and then for Jesus to take such care to live this life and mm-hmm. you know preach these words and mm-hmm. then go to the cross, it's just like what I mean, the level of uh, I mean, there's no words that really say <laughs> like but commitment and detail and yeah. like. Um, is so incredible. And it's so that we can know him, so that we can know God through um, something as simple as faith in Jesus. So
0: it's good news. Yeah. It's good news. It really is. It's magnanimously good <laughs> news. All we You're going to have to come up with a new word. For I, you know, one, I know. I know. I'm wearing this one out. Love it. Man. Well, a great day in Matthew. We're going to move on into chapter four tomorrow for the great Jennifer McClish, the people's favorite. This is Will Carlisle.